Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, whatever the hell you're listening to this. You're listening to Fat Unathletic Nerds Talking Sports and Sports with Bob with Dad Boss. This is Jack Knife in person with my boys, Tommy Joe and Zach Daniels. Uh, how are we doing, guys? Tom, you go first. Ah, we're doing pretty great. You know, we had a uh, pretty eventful uh, uh, weekend the other the other weekend. Yeah, um, yeah. Check it out. There's a ring on my finger now. I never want to take this off. I got married. Yes. And yeah. And this guy was the best man, and he gave one hell of a best man speech. Thank you. Thank you. Shit. I wish I was there. It's recorded. I, I can show you later. What? The speech. Yeah, no, he, you, know, you already showed I'll me. I'll show you. So, yeah, it was pretty good. You did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah, you. You sure did. You sure did. It was a beautiful trip down to South Carolina, and not, not even a little rain could ruin it. So. No, it, it was but, perfect. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why we've been kind of dormant for a while. I did release a cutting edge mm-hmm. recently. Well, more so a remake of one of my previous episodes, because yeah. I thought that the first time I did it, it sucked. You know, and I gotta hand it to you. You and Alex have been doing a good job with armchair racers. Just like, thank you, thank keep, you. You know, keeping things going. Like whatever little listeners we have, you know, appreciate going, and we appreciate you listening to us. Yes, so. yes, we do. But anyway, let's get right back into the thick of things. Well, thanks. I'm doing really well, Jack. Thank you. Very much. Hey, did you get married? Oh wait, you did. Oh, I already. Did. But anyway, before, before that was so did... last year. Yeah, two, like two years. Two, ago. two years ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we got. We will talk a little more about my wedding later because my face. But I had my first look with my now wife Brienne. On we got pictures of it, and my. Crying, my ugly crying face was used for a meme. I'll explain later. <laughs> but like, I think Zachy could attest to this. Not, fellas, nothing will ever mentally prepare you for seeing your soon-to-be wife in her wedding dress for the first time. Never, not at all. It's 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 a pretty good feeling. It, just just to put it lightly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, how have you been? No, well, man, just doing things, uh, living life, trying to make it through. Uh, been been very busy and honestly like just headspace hasn't been on funds lately but uh i want to try and get back into it uh, yeah i mean yeah it you showed us a whole lot of equipment i'm hoping we can yeah <laughs> you know we tried we, yeah thing. we we tried we tried before i'm also looking for a place to live so it's like kind of tough uh you know when you don't have your own space to kind of focus on this kind of mm-hmm. stuff so hopefully get a get out get a space and i can make it like my own home and and honestly trying to move somewhere Close to you, Jack. I, I don't know how far you are from here, Tommy. Uh, it's about like half hour, 40 minutes. Okay, not, so, about half hour. It's, it's not terrible. Well, either way, I mean, I think if we're close enough, we can definitely do in-person stuff. And when Tommy yeah. wants to come yeah, in, because his arms, yeah, Armchairs Racer has been awesome. I've been listening Thank you. to it along and, with Derek can... Media, getting into the sports betting for, for NASCAR, which is a little fucked up. But, <laughs> but man, it's a, it's, a, it's a thrill. When you, when you just... It's just crazy that I picked like four of the top five. And right. Didn't win. No, we didn't but, win. I mean, I don't know if you check check the group chat, but you're leading. I'm leading now. You're leading, yeah. Yes. You you did throw three. Awesome. <laughs> well, Marie forgot to make a pick for obvious reasons. Yes. That's okay. And then yeah. she had a really bad. She picked Logano, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she picked Logano. Yeah. I mean, he, he didn't have. He well, we'll get back and we'll get yeah, into that later. Get, but we'll get there. But yeah, I was listening to JJ, not JJ. Henrik Lundqvist podcast today. He's talking with JJ Reddick and how he has a podcast and like a pretty popular one. It's like the only way you could get to grow is like to have like regular episodes like for your audience. That's mm-hmm. what you're going to do. So yeah. we're going to do the best we can. We, we're learning as we go. Yes. We're learning as we go. Life is tough when you're not getting paid to do this like some people. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. like, look at us, see how hard we, we are, and be like, these kids are weird, but there's something about them. Let's, let's bring them on. I promise we're not like Ben Who? 
Oh, we'll talk about that later. All right. <laughs> well, let's, let's get into the sports. The NFL draft just happened. Zach, you will not go on me because I'm the football guy. Yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, makes sense. So, Bryce Young went first. Not surprised. The Panthers needed a quarterback. Um, the Colts got Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he. I'm I'm we'll excited see, about that. We'll see how that goes. I mean, he's he's like there's there's like way too high a ceiling and way too low a floor for that. But we'll see what happens. Who was the guy that went between that? Oh, C.J. Stroud went second, and Texans all of a sudden got aggressive and got Will Anderson, who's the best pass rusher in the draft. So they're looking at least they're starting to try and like make a team that's like competitive because ever since Deshaun Watson left them. And, and all the bullshit that <laughs> yeah. happened after that, like, they've been nothing. Um, the Jets have their usual draft. I think nothing nothing too stand out, nothing pretty or sexy. I Just, mean, this kid, Will McDonald, he's the Pac-12 all-time yes. leader in sex. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. That You got in the trenches, guys. So and you got Titman from Wisconsin, I think, later in the, in the rounds. Uh, and they didn't pick up Beckton's fifth-year option, so he could be a replacement for that. I mean, and I, I still believe in Beckton, but he needs to stay healthy. Yeah, That's no, the problem they, with they him. didn't take him, so he's going to have to play for a contract this year. I, uh, but basically that and the Philadelphia – I can't even say it. The Philadelphia Bull Eagles uh, basically just taking all the Georgia Bulldogs players from the past couple of years because, you know, they won the national championship, which is perfect. I'm fine with that, man. Just get the guys from the best schools, and it seems to be working. Jordan Davis last year was good. N'Kobe Dean was a great backup. He's going to fill in for TJ Edwards, who left as a linebacker. And all the guys I got this year are fucking studs. Jalen Carter's incredible. Uh, Nolan Smith's incredible. You got Keely Ringo as a cornerback. Super fast. He's awesome. So, yeah, this is a good overall draft. Uh, I, I don't normally watch it. I honestly just more or less watch the tracker and just see who everyone got. So, uh, was there any other Colts picks that I missed? Um... I, I just thought that I like, haven't really, Richardson one was crazy. Yeah, I haven't really. I, I didn't watch any of, of the draft. Yeah. You know, I'm in full full on NASCAR mode right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what so same. Like, I wasn't able to like to pay much attention I, with all the wedding stuff. Yeah, no, I, that I, makes sense. The only sport I was really only able to pay that much attention to was hockey. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Well, the draft. Well, the draft went like every other draft. You know, I mean, no, there were some surprises here. I think the Texans moving up from. Wherever they wherever else they were, they were number two. They picked and then they traded right in and got number three. That was psychotic. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's kind of the draft to me, you know. I think my team did pretty good. You guys, the Jets, did uh, nothing like I said, nothing sexy. Just the smart picks, like no bad picks. Death. Yeah, the Giants. The Giants even had a decent draft. Actually, they they did some smart things too. You hear that, Breed? Zach praised the Giants. I know she's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, I can't think of any other crazy things that happened over it. Um, you know, the draft is the draft. You don't. You know, I'm and I love college football. I know some of the big names, but realistically, sometimes the best is when you find out who's the diamond in the rough when yeah. the season comes to. Comes into play. So. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely a lot happier this year over the draft than last year. Now you have a quarterback that's exactly. under the age of 40. Yeah. And I, I think <laughs> I brought this up in, in the group chat uh, not so long ago, but I think this is this is the second quarterback that the Colts have drafted since Manning. Holy shit. Like, like not since Andrew like, Luck? Like, like a starting oh, quarterback. Oh, first, probably first like, round then. Like yeah. this, is, this is the second starting quarterback they've drafted since Manning. Probably, yeah, probably. That's first, crazy yeah, when you think about that, right? Then. Yeah, that's... Well, wow. don't ruin this guy. Because that was what? So yeah, it was, that was what, 98 he got drafted? Yeah, 98 or... Yeah, 98, 99. Yeah. 
And no, it was not. It was yeah, it was ninety eight because McNabb was ninety nine. If I remember correctly, he stayed an extra year in school to go avoid going to the Jets. That's supposedly. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, guys. The Jets got a Hall of Fame quarterback in his twilight. They find. I mean, we knew for weeks the Jets and and the Packers were going to make the trade to send Aaron Rodgers to New York. But yeah, just a matter of when. Yeah, it was just a matter of when. Everyone's excited, you know. And today they signed Randall Cobb. You know, that was best buddy. Yeah, <laughs> which I, they have Lazard. They have they brought in Lazard. They brought in Cobb. That makes me like, wait, we have like Garrett Wilson. I I want him, Wilson to like still be able to oh, play one up. But oh, Wilson's gonna be. I don't know if you know. I'm hoping my mic is picking me up correctly. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no. You have a ton of guys. You also have Meckle Hardman from the Kansas City Chiefs, who's stupid fast, like almost as fast as Tyreek Hill fast. So you have Hardman, Lazard, uh, Wilson's your number one for sure. Uh, you have a ton of tight ends now, um, and and Randall Cobb, and oh, Brees Hall. You got a guy from Pitt. He's stupid fast. Uh, Michael Carter. Yeah, this team is stacked. Like, the Jets are... I think the Jets are going to be good. I actually like looking at their team. Like, they have so many players I like on this team. I don't know how you can't succeed. Well, the thing is, I root, I've rooted for this team my entire life. Like, my favorite player of all time is Wayne Corbett. When I see Aaron Rodgers come to the Jets, what comes to my mind is Brett Favre flashbacks. The flash in the pan, he gets hurt, and the Jets choke to not make okay. the playoffs right. that year. I, well, I was going to say, it, it wasn't going to be because of Brett Favre. He was fucking balling. Mm-hmm. So he was, and then like he got the injury. Yeah, he got he injured. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what happens. That's what that's what Baker Mayfield ruined his career because he played with a fucked up shoulder with the Browns. They they he he they died that season. They sucked, and then and then the whole Watson thing happened. Like they just threw him out the door, and now he's in limbo. So. Did he, did he sign? Oh right, the yeah, Buccaneers. Buccaneers. I guess he's their quarter. I don't. Mean, did the Bucks retire? Wait, wait, wait. Who signed with the Bucks? Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Oh <laughs> man, I'm really out of the football loop. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. That that was. It's it's a Baker Mayfield signing. It's not like. Well, yeah, but still, shit, I mean. You know, like, yeah, who it's, was it's the, the best quarterback to come out of that draft? Because Sam Darnold's kind of booty. I mean. I don't, I don't even know. Josh Rosen? Oh, forget no, it. Josh Rosen it. was a bust. Oh, Josh Allen is the best quarterback out of that draft. Yes. He was a... Yes, 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 he is. Yes, he is. Because I think it wasn't Lamar I wasn't drafted. What? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no, wait. Well, I, you're right. I think it is. I, I, I think I still Jackson think... I would still take... I would still take... Being Lamar home. Jackson, he just got his bag after... Yeah. You know, he... After Jalen Hurts got his yeah, bag. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He requested a trade out of... Out of Baltimore. And... You know, they bring in Odell Beckham, and then Lamar's like, eh, I'm going to reconsider this. And he's back for the long haul, so. So, well, here's the thing. Who do you think is more worth it? Jalen or Lamar? I mean, right now I have to go with Jalen. Simply for Durham. Simply for Durham. I don't even know how you thought about that. Like, you, 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 you thought about not taking the guy who has more playoff wins and has gone to the Super Bowl I was, in, I was, in one in, yeah. in two seasons. Yeah, like but at the like, same time, like it takes a team to win a Super Bowl. You know how I feel about quarterbacks? Not I that, still think I still think Jalen's a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jalen Hurts brings like a, a unique ability. Like he's not only able to throw the ball deep, he's able to like be a threat on the ground ball right. and like not get injured in the. In the same fashion. So. I, I, all, all I know is if you look at their playoffs, like actually look at their stats even just from the playoff games that they played, I, I don't even think it's a it's a 
it's a competition here. Like, I mean, the dude tried to get traded, couldn't get traded, and then and then basically just crawled back to the Ravens. I mean, like, the Ravens kind of had to crawl back to him because yeah. honestly, like, they're very they're very lucky that no one wanted to pay Lamar and everyone was <laughs> yeah. like figuring some <laughs> other idea out. So, but I think both, the Colts were interested in Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, as why, they why, should have been. Why wouldn't they as be? I any, mean, any team. I and I'm not saying Lamar's bad. I'm, no, I'm just saying like. Any team could have taken him. Yeah. They just did it. I personally want the Jets to go for him. That, that was to, yeah. That was Aaron Rodgers because it's like you're gonna give up a first round pick. I want it for a guy who's gonna be here for a while. But I, exactly. And I yeah. still have some faith in Zach Wilson. And that's that Aaron Rodgers would be yeah. like, okay, here's how you freaking do it. Now stop worrying about freak hot moms and focus on football. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that that was the problem. Because Mike White, because Mike White's gone. No, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, he's gone. Get, if Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, it has to be Zach Wilson. Yeah, no, you. I, and I still think there's potential. It's just, but that's that's what I'm saying about Lamar. Everyone had their ideas set, their motion, their plans in motion, and he requested. I get, I forget. They, it came out like a month later. But the point is, he requested a trade. No one wanted him. No one wanted crazy. to pay him. And it's not. I. I, I don't. It is kind of crazy, but also like it is. Just everyone had a different idea. Everyone it's it's kind of crazy that you know no one wanted him and he got the money he got too. You know what I mean? Ravens fucking caved. Yeah, <laughs> they, they fucking they won still. Like yeah, they, <laughs> they really. Oh, I think they, they all won. I, I think mean, they did dangle the prize of Odell Beckham. It's like yeah, yeah, they they're, they're trying. At least they tried. No, you know what's funny? Jalen got like the most guaranteed money. Like he was the highest played player in the NFL for like three days. And then and then Lamar got like I think five more million. Like five million more. Like yeah. that's it, and that was it. Like I was like, great. Like we still won this. Yeah. <laughs> we still won this. So, but yeah, I think any that's good. Ball points. Or that's that good? That really is just the, the draft and all the other bullshit around it. The, the, the I feel like the Rogers saga ending kind of is like okay. Right, now, now let's just get the training camp. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, just, it's only May. We're waiting for like August. But yeah, it is we're, May. We're gonna breathe. Oh, that's right. Aren't you going to the Indy 500? Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll talk Ooh. about that. I guess we'll I guess we'll talk about that after we talk about baseball or yeah, basketball. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to breeze through baseball just because the season just started. The Rays are twenty four and six. If that that's crazy. If that franchise had money, they'd probably have like at least three championships. They, right they would be they would be thirty six and zero. But only have played thirty games. That's how good that's amazing. Yeah, and the Yankees, yeah, yeah. The Yankees right now are hurt and mediocre. Like they, they have twelve. They I think twelve have guys 13. right now on the injury yeah, list. Yeah, they, they, they have a full team on the IR yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. And the sad thing is, one of them is not Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks is still on this roster. <laughs> they have Isaiah kind of Falefa playing outfield. That's bad. <laughs> And freaking, I can't even be mad at Aaron Boone anymore because this is what Brian Cashman gave him. How many GMs have the Astros had the past few seasons? Like two or yeah. three, and they've won multiple championships? I don't care if Brian Cashman has five championships to, under his name. Yeah. Four of them were with Gene Michaels hires, and one of them was after freak the Steinbrenners went full goblin mode after 2008. <laughs> they didn't make the playoffs. It's like, no, this is not happening again. We are winning next year. I gotta say, dude, I gotta say, Harry, like, He's he's built a good roster. They're just falling apart. Like I, you can't put it on Boone. Like I yeah. again. And, I, I, and here's the thing: I want to hate Boone, but it's like I I can't. Hold not this. Not right this now. year. No, not this year. This is especially. This is worse than last year. Somehow. Yeah, and the one positive I can think of at the moment. No, two positive. Garrett Cole is basically having a Cy Young season right yes, now. Currently, yeah. Not Anthony Volpe. He's still too young to be a star, but he's been good. His last 
not 18 games, 277 batting average, three home runs, nine RBIs, 10 runs, 828 on base plus slugging percentage. And he's seven for seven on stolen bases. I don't know if that's on the season or lately, but still, this kid has a lot of promise. I've never heard someone say a 277 bat batting average. 200, 200, the oh, 100, the 100. <laughs> just, just when you said 200, oh. I was like, oh, the 277. Oh, two, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm just nitpicking. Here. Yeah, but yeah, that's all. Any, any quick Phillies notes? I know Bryce Harper's coming back. He came back today. Ooh. He went three for three with two walks, two singles, a double, and two or three runs. They lost, but. Uh, he came. He came back last night, but went over four. They they had an awful series against the Dodgers. They're they're just kind of in the middle again. Early it's, in the season, it's so not too really early. Like, I'm not ready to throw any. Any like the like the the like the Athletics are unlike the Rays. The Athletics are six and twenty four. And they are going to move to Vegas for yeah. sure. Do you think they're going to? Here's a question. Do you think the Oakland Athletics will become the Las Vegas Athletics or the Las Vegas something else? I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be the Las Vegas A's because simply. Really? Grab, yes. This is the fourth time in their history they're moving. They were the Philadelphia A's. Mm -hmm. and they became the You're Kansas right. City A's. Then right. Oakland. You're right. That, yeah, they 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 are a name brand. The problem is that stadium is probably the only stadium that can compete with oh, Tropicana Fields. The That's the worst stadium in the league. Do they needed a new stadium, and I've been to that stadium. It is an awful stadium. Well, what what what's the huge? So, did you guys hear that that the fans are gonna do like a reverse? Uh, they did. They tried that already. Oh, and they tried it. They and then reverse, and then shortly after, it was the announcement. Of, wait, 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 wait. What? What? What is so going on? They were gonna they do like a reverse, reverse protest. A reverse boycott. So, yeah, like, reverse boycott. Hey, yeah. You could, you could sell. You could. We have fans here. We want to care. It's just that. The A's owner is actually is one of the richest owners in the league. He just refuses to spend money. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's I, don't even hear, I don't even want to hear like the California taxes excuse. Because the Dodgers spend a lot of money and they're successful. I thought they were doing that in June. I don't. I, you could be wrong about that. I'm too lazy to look it up right now. <laughs> but yeah, shortly after the announcement, A's fans went to the game like we're set, with signs saying like sell the team, all that stuff. And like someone hit a home run, and MLB like cropped out the signs oh like for the highlight. Buddy, that's that's all that's all there is for baseball right now. I think it's I think it's gonna be cool though to have another team in Las I'm Vegas. I'm okay, dude. I went to Vegas. They love the Raiders. There was Raiders shit they love, everywhere. They love the Golden Knights. They were every Raiders and Golden Knights stuff was everywhere. So what's up? I got it. So a fan a fan group called Rooted in Oakland is spearheading a reverse boycott effort where fans plan to fill the Oakland Coliseum on June thirteenth when the Athletics host the uh, race. The Rays of all teams. Fucking, dude, imagine they beat the Rays and the Rays. Now, that's a while away. Say the Rays are June 13th. We've got a whole month. The, say they still have a month, like 75 winning percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's 75 and, and the A's beat them. With There's the, no with, way the A's with, are going to be above But the Pack Stadium, imagine. Um, oh, my fucking Like, God. they have Mount Davis. Like, they have Mount Davis Pack, oh too. God. Yeah. Like, you have you ever seen what that stadium looked like before Mount yeah, Davis? Yeah, it looks. I'm gonna show way it way better. I'm gonna. It's gonna come up on screen for those of you watching on video. But let's see, Tom. I don't think you've ever seen this. No, I haven't. Oakland Coliseum, like. Unless it wasn't like MLB the Show '08, but. Okay. Well, <laughs> on screen right now is Oakland Coliseum before Mount well, with Mount Davis. Okay. Oh, is that in the back? That, yes, that thing is Mount that Davis. That hideous thing in the back. Yes, named after Al Davis, the Raiders owner, who put it there because they shared the stadium. Yeah, this was a shared stadium. Yes, yes. Yes. Oh, They're ready to be sat, depressed, because 
This thing, this was a beautiful stadium. Wow. Wow, look, the that looks that, like that looks like a baseball yeah, stadium. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Fucking dope. Have, it looked awesome. Again, those of you watching on video, we have the what it used to look like on screen right now. Like that looks like a baseball stadium. And now, now they have this monstrosity for football, and there's not even a football team there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's they ruined it. They, they fucking Davis. There is a story. There is a story I can tell about Oakland Coliseum that involves something very close to me personally, but I'm not gonna put it out there because okay. he, if he's listening he'll know it's him okay okay anyway, <laughs> quick on the basketball again for those of you watching on video i'm wearing my nicks patrick ewing jersey and and i've been i don't know if i've been fully transparent with it but if i have it i, I am now of my fav- four favorite teams in the four major north american sports the knicks are my least favorite it's not their fault it's just that basketball like i thought you know for a time i did really love basketball but mm-hmm. like, she, it went down on the list for me because points have like little to no value on basketball. I like sports where like one point can mean so much. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, that's this that's not to discredit basketball players. I think they probably along with soccer players, they're probably the best a- athletes. You have to be a naturally born athlete to be a great basketball player. But, but yeah, I'm wearing my Knicks jersey. They're in the second round. They beat the Cavaliers in five games. Right now they're tied with the Miami Heat in the second in the second round. They didn't have Julius. Randall for game one. I almost, I almost said Julius Serving. <laughs> Dr. J. But yeah, Josh Hart has been... Speaking of him, the Sixers are in, too, and uh, right now they're playing the Celtics. They're actually down by six only. Joel Embiid just came At the time of this recording? Or? Yes, right okay. now. But At the time of this recording. I'll, I'll, if, if, I'll see if I feel like putting up a update. Yeah, I'll, fe- I'll see if I feel like putting up an update to the score while I'm editing this. But, you, got, you got a beer? Uh, check the fridge. Let's do it. But anyway... That Josh Hart has been a great addition to the Knicks. You know, Stephen A. Smith is eating his words after the trade deadline. Like, because he really criticized his move. Like, he's a big Knicks. He's probably the quintessential Knicks guy. I'm sure he's very happy. I hope we didn't have a beer. Sorry. No, it's okay. We're trying to. We're trying to. Yeah, RJ Barrett. RJ Barrett with 137 points. That's the most by a Knicks player, 22 or younger, in a single playoff run. Yes, 137 points? Yes, and that is a good thing considering they took a chance on him instead of trading for Donovan Mitchell. That, how many games? What the hell? It's been, well, let's see, five in the first round. They played two, like seven, ga- seven games. But, um, what? I could be misreading the stat. It was from Nick's Muse on Twitter. But I don't feel like... No, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll take you at your word. But anyway, any more basketball stuff you want to say? I mean, I think it's... We're getting a... Thank, we're getting Steph Curry and LeBron James again, but thankfully he's not in the finals this time. So. That's fine. This, this, that's a great series. Uh, I'm, I, you know, I think we both we all agree. Uh, we're not as in tune with basketball, but I'm a big Sixers fan, actually. So whenever the Sixers are on, I'm trying to watch. I'm not watching right now, but I keep... I'm, I've been score-checking. Um... And honestly, like, it's just that time of year in May where we start missing Joel Embiid in playoff games because of injury, and it sucks, and I hate it. But he just won MVP for a good reason. He's our MVP, and he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, Jokic could have won it too. He's been having a great season. And he's And for once, the Nuggets are actually looking really good in the playoffs too, and they're a number one seed. So... Yeah, Curry, Curry, and, and LeBron are good, but like it's probably good. Honestly, my pick: if the Sixers beat the Celtics, no one's beating them. They're going to the finals. 
I think the Nuggets are also going to the finals. I think it's going to be Jokic versus Embiid in the MVP battle that everyone wants to fucking fight over. I think that's going to end up happening. Right. I would love to see a Sixers Nuggets MVP battle. That'd be cool. That's what I want to see. That'd be cool. And uh, yeah, something I forgot to say when I was talking about the jersey I'm wearing. If this, if the Knicks are the team I'm most excited about right now, that's sad. That yeah, it's sad. <laughs> which we'll get it, which we'll go into when we get into hockey. We'll do that later because I got a lot to say about hockey. Tom. You were you yesterday. You recorded yes, so uh, armchair racers. Yes, it's okay because every now and then when we open the episode, I want to start splash and go. So it, it, I do it all the time. <laughs> I'm showing the camera the coaster. Yes, we're uh, trying to get some of them made, but uh, we have we have some merch. Maybe they're I not need, for sale. Not no, yet. no, they're not. We, this is just one that was made for me as a gift, but. Maybe you can get ones for you guys. You get white ones nice. for fonts, you know? Put yeah, fonts in the front, and get your names in the back. Yeah. But the, I've got to come up with Or this. mugs or whatever you'd want. Something i got to come up with a logo for Cutting Edge with Jackknife. You do? You do? I mean, <laughs> I I made this myself. You, oh, yeah. I, I love you, my Jack Daniels one. Oh, yeah. Your, your Zach Daniels yeah. one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Not anyway, uh, so NASCAR. Um, NASCAR, NASCAR. This past weekend, I went to Dover. So it, it's been it a, got rained out for a it, second. It got rained out, yep. And uh, it's been a crazy weekend. It's been a crazy two weeks for me between your wedding and then uh, we camped out there. We had our we uh, Alex and I had a new to us uh, uh, camper. We had to get it ready. So, but between the wedding, getting it ready, like we, I think the last episode I put out was episode nine. Um, we have I have them recorded. I just have to get them edited. Just everything just stockpiled on top yeah. of each other. So yeah. twelve is probably gonna come out first, but then ten and eleven is gonna come out <laughs> at, at some point just to get it out there. You know? Yeah, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you had Mark, you had the the Super Truex Bros sweeping at, at uh, Dover. Jersey zone. Yep, uh, Mayetta, Mayetta, New Jersey, down south. You know they, they raced here. They they raced the wall. They raced at uh, New Egypt, and you have them winning at their their home track. You know, um, the weekend was very wet. Uh, got, <laughs> it got rained out. Uh, unfortunately, we couldn't stay to Monday and watch the race. So you couldn't move that indoors like my wedding. No, no, you couldn't do that. I, I do think they should put a dome over Dover <laughs> if they're going to keep racing there yeah, in April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, there's actually talk of, of them wanting to put a dome over Bristol. Well, doesn't Atlantic City Boardwalk Hall like they'll race like modifieds in there? Well, they're they're not, they're quarter I they're, they're uh, qu- uh, not quarter midgets, maybe quarter okay, midgets, so, but they're 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 really small cars, small engines. I mean, you would have to have a massive exhaust system on that to have. A carbon 36 V8s racing, you know what I mean? Like that, that that's a lot. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, so uh, in in NASCAR news, uh, Legacy MC, which was formerly Petty GMS, has now gone to Toyota. They're uh, 2024. They'll be racing Toyota, and you'll see the Richard Petty 43 on a Toyota. That's gonna be weird. And uh, Boomers' weird. heads yeah, are they're gonna, rolling. They're, gonna, they're rolling. Oh, they're right already now. rolling. Oh, already rolling. Show Calling. me a Chevy American man. Mopar, they, they want Dodge <laughs> of of all brands, which is owned by Fiat. Dodge, Dodge is gone in NASCAR, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah but I mean, Dodge, Dodge, Dodge is still around, but Dodge is owned by Fiat. You know, yeah, I mean, it's Dodge like Dodge is gone in NASCAR. Oh yeah, they they they've been gone. They were there. 2012 when Brad won the championship. Wow. Um, and then uh, Brad was actually in talks with Dodge to get him to go to RFK. But they backed out because of the low horse, the low horsepower. What does RFK stand for? Uh, Roush, Fe- uh, Roush. R- Roush Fenway Kazowski. Oh, that's right. Yes, okay. that Fenway. Okay, because I hear R- really yes, huh? Yes. When I hear RFK, I think of R- RFK Stadium, or Robert F Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, Robert that's, F. Kennedy. that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah. thought of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
But yeah, so um, but then again, back back to Dover. Um, you had uh, wow, uh, a big wreck between uh, Ross Chastain. He collected an, another victim. Oh, Ross Chastain. Yes, yes. There, there, there was another Ross Chastain. <laughs> you know what like the funny thing about Ross is is like this has been since the beginning that he's been like really great because like I remember back in the Xfinity series when he wrecked Harvick and he was kind of like yeah you know like like Harvick just ran into me I ran back into him and he spun out like he like he owned up like yeah I did it you know like but like ever since last year when he really became this terror on, on the track he's he, he drives like this asshole on the track I mean he's racing to win everyone else is racing to win but like he'll get out of the car and you're like we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, it's just like, it's like oh, I'm sorry. Like, like oh, I, I, I didn't mean to, you know, like it, it was an I, accident. I just want Montoya was like, if I hit you, get over it. it, it exactly. Like, it, it's, it's just weird because like his, his on-track actions does not match up with what he does outside of the car. You know what I mean? And it's it just, it's kind of like someone's going to give back to him eventually. I mean, Denny tried, but Denny lost at the same oh, time. Man. Um but yeah, I, Kyle Larson like got back to back out of that wait race, like yeah. a lap down because like he was collecting in the wreck, mm-hmm. and he didn't go quite. He didn't go full Matt Kenseth, Joey Logano. No, he so, he just made him hard to pass. But yeah, he was just like, oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry, you can't get by me. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. But I will say though, I don't. I th- I would call. I mean, everyone is blaming Ross because you know everyone just blames Ross. It's Everything like is the, Chastain's fault. It's it's right? the meme. It, it just happened to be Ross Chastain there because uh, he was going. He, he was behind Brennan Poole, and if you look at the replay, so when the cars get off the throttle, you can see the flame shoot out the exhaust. Right. So you could see the flame shoot out of his exhaust on Brennan Poole, the guy in front of him, before everyone else. <laughs> he got out of the throttle too early. Ross was there. Ross didn't lift, and contact was made. He spun mm-hmm. out, and he hit Larson. Um, so so you don't necessarily blame. No, I I, I, it's I just an accident. It, it, this like, is purely a no racing one, incident. On no, no one. It's, it's, it's really just, just two cars yeah. were in the same place at the wrong time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of how I'm ruling this one. But uh, you know, others will see it as fit. And uh, Alex. I am loving the memes, but anyway, go on. Thank you. Uh, Alex Bowman is out with an injury. He uh, took a wild ride in a sprint car. So Josh Berry is back in a Hendrick car. Yeah, after he took over Kyle Larson. No, he, no I hope not. <laughs> he took over for Chase Elliott. Oh, the snowboarding incident. That's what I meant. Yeah. I hope I hope he's not next. <laughs> How's Chase Elliott doing now that he's back? Um, he, he had a top ten. He, he finished ten at Martinsville. I'm not sure where he finished right, at Talladega yeah. because we were driving back from the wedding when Talladega happened. Okay. I, I didn't really get to do much of that. Um, but he finished eleventh. I, I picked him, so I know he finished. So 11th. he's still finishing near the, I, near I, the front yeah. end. So. I mean, and Tal- Talladega is a crapshoot anyway. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But with. Uh, Barry, he just he, he just got signed to Kevin Harvick. So Ke- Kevin Harvick has a talent management group. Right. He just got signed to it. Um, it's Solid. I mean there's all name. <laughs> there, yeah, there's there's other names. I mean there's other drivers signed to it, but Josh Barry is probably going to be looking to race in the Cup Series next year. There's not too many good open rides going into next year, hmm. and Kevin Harvick is retiring. So he's just probably going to. So I mean. He's one of, the, is, one of the candidates to fill the I would say he's a top candidate because there's really no one in the Ford pipeline to, mm. to replace him. I mean, you have Zane Smith, who is the Truck Series champion. But in uh, Xfinity, you have Riley Herbst and Cole Custer. Cole Custer already got pushed back to okay. Xfinity. And Riley Herbst, it, it, he's no Harvick. You know what okay. I mean? Right. And, okay. and Josh Berry, I uh, think he has uh, like 
a couple of uh, top tens and a couple of top fives in the eight races he's raced in. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I mean, All right. So then, then I guess. I I mean I I would think I mean as as long as you know. He has a future. Yeah. What, I, I, what I've learned is what I've learned is after listening to um, Steve Latar on. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Dirty Modo. Dirty Modo. Yeah, <laughs> that, dude, that's a great podcast. I've, I, you know what it does? It, I guess I learned it more from a betting perspective. They do talk about these guys' stats at different, oh yeah, you know, places. So, mm-hmm. what I've learned is apparently, like super speedways, they it's a crapshoot. It's just it, good luck. Like have it, fun. Exactly. You know? yeah. Like it's just I, I did see the odds for um for Talladega. I remembered like the so whenever it's like an, a, a different any any other style of track, like less mm-hmm. than two miles. Yeah. You'll see a guy like Kyle Larson be like plus six hundred. Yeah. All right, that's six, six to one odds. Not yeah. bad. But like Talladega, everyone was ten and above. Mm-hmm. So you're getting ten. You throw ten dollars down, you're making a hundred bucks back. Well, like, remember what happened last year, right? It's just a complete crash. You remember what happened last year? The guy bet. Uh, it was like a, a cheap bet, and he won almost a million dollars on it. Yeah. Because I, I every, mean, everybody wrecked out, I mean, and he, he picked the bottom guys. And they all finished in the top five on a parlay. Yeah. And he won almost a million dollars on it. Yeah. I think after that, they kind of like reset super speedways. So y- y- if they do, like, if they do finish well. I didn't look at all of them. Yeah. All I know is like, I was looking at that and, and listening to Steve and them. They, they basically say every time super speedway, they do go through numbers, I think, at those specific tracks. Obviously. Yeah. They, they do all the numbers. But that's the only ones I try to pay attention mm-hmm. to because you can't look at any other previous super yeah. speedways because they're just. Ricky Stenhouse won the Daytona. Mm-hmm. No one, no one, no one would pick. No, yeah, no one no. would pick. Like uh-uh. he was way down on the list. Yeah, like would have made a lot of money if you just. Hit, that's why. That's why I'm so interested in it. I, not even. I didn't put money on every race. I'm not a degenerate like that. <laughs> but like, I like to look at the odds and see who are they. Who are they thinking this? Like who's yeah. going where? And I follow them a lot and how they do on tracks for different races because mm-hmm. they go throughout the weekend. Yeah, I mean, like, it's. It's pretty interesting stuff, and yeah, there aren't many cookie cutter tracks. Not much anymore. But speaking of, of NASCAR and betting, uh, Denny Hamlin announced on his podcast last week because um, it's it's kind of like the lull of the season. You know, there's not really many talking points. Uh, you know, you, you got baseball going on. I, I mean, you got the 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 uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. The, the Stanley Cup playoffs. You got basketball. Yeah, basketball so yeah. like. There's not really any driving storyline in NASCAR right now. Not, not until like the All Star race, I presume, right? Well, that's that's in a couple of weeks. Oh. But uh, what Denny proposed was to have a like a summer showdown or a summer mm. challenge, where you have you take the top 32 drivers and you make like a March Madness style bracket uh, competition. Sounds like fun. So like you Sounds have like fun. it's it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, he he was like putting the name out there to NASCAR, you know, maybe make like a big pot, you know, it's, it's not going to, ch- it's not really going to change the outcomes of the race, but it might change like, Oh, I have to beat this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, huh. um, that is interesting. Yes. So he, his original idea was, you know, I could make it like a $3 million win. Cause I just put a big sponsor on it and like, they'll get their money back tenfold. Right. And, um, oh, hell yeah. if you're, if you're going to, so you're, you're saying that cause it's going to be like like five or six races. So, cause, cause we were talking about betting you're saying this would be something NASCAR would do, but it's not betting specific. It's just something that we could bet on. Exactly. It's a, it's a NASCAR yeah. tournament and there would be an overall winner. And there would be an overall winner with yeah. a purse. Yeah. That'd be, oh, that's, that's fucking brilliant. Cause like, cause you think like, you know, you gave like bonuses, like, like if someone gets the correct bracket, you know, that like. 
that you fan. Literally, yeah. They literally make head-to-head bets on it, online. Exactly. Like, like, that's, 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 that's what he's going with. Yeah, so like, you just not? turn it into just brackets. You, you bracket. take the, the top 32, you make it a bracket. And this week, uh, Dirty Bell Media actually came out with a bracket system. Dude, so you, uh, I'm not sure what the website is, but I'm sure if you look up like Dirty Mo Media uh, Bracket Challenger, whatever, there's a $500 uh, payout of like a Dirty Mo like uh, gift box. That's fucking dope. For the, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 100% going into it, even though I have the mm-hmm. bare minimum of NASCAR knowledge. But like, <laughs> like this week, for example, you know, Kyle Larson is really good at Dover. Thank you. But, but Ty Gibbs... It was it was it was Larson versus Ty Gibbs. People would probably take Larson over Ty Gibbs, but t- t- that was the upset, you know. So, um, and I think on Dirty Modo, the way they're doing it is that uh, the first round, every correct bracket is ten. Every correct uh, uh, matchup is ten points. The next week is twenty, and then it's forty, yeah, they, the and then yeah. And then at the end, whoever racks up, basically, yeah, it's the same thing. Whoever has the best looking bracket at the end, mm-hmm. gets yeah. And then just to segue a little bit more, uh, at the end of the month, I'm going. I'm going to Indy, going to the 500. It's on yeah. my dad's birthday. We're uh, going together. Can't wait. I went for the hundredth running. So I mean, so that's like top hype. You know, like there was the one oh, hundredth, yeah. right. like there was the one hundredth year of it because they had the centennial era because they didn't race during like the World Wars and all that yeah. other stuff. But, <laughs> but <laughs> all the then, other all the other stuff. Yeah. Well, I then. think like during like the OPEC fuel crisis, I don't. I, yeah, I, I they, don't know they, if they, they raced. Definitely. That was hell on earth. Yeah. Um, so like it didn't, it like the 100th year of it wasn't the 100th running, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, um, I went for that. Like, like there were so many people there, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was like a half million people in one spot. It's crazy. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's people from all, 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 from all around the world. And I'm, yeah. I'm wondering how this one's going to be compared to that one. Cause I mean the 500, it always sells out. It's always a big thing, but like, I'm kind of excited to go on, on like a non, you know, big it's yeah. gonna be so you're yeah i mean maybe it'll be less but also it's a, it is like an international oh i mean no, it's still like, the, it's the be indy massive. 500 you know yeah, i mean so it's gonna be massive I, yeah I, maybe i don't know maybe maybe a little less pomp and circumstance but it yeah. seems like it's something to go all out for oh oh they, they definitely like, go all out it's like the 500 it's like the daytona 500 i mean be like better, what you well, saw how, this how year how young were you on the 100th one uh it was 2016 Oh, okay. So you were twenty-one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was right, drinking. Yeah. All right, good. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm just. I was having a good that's time. the only thing that would make it better. <laughs> oh yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'm excited for that, and then uh, yeah, then Alex, Alex, and I, we got Pocono coming up. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out because I mean, one of these days we're going with you. Oh yeah. I mean, th- this whole this whole podcast thing. We wait. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I'm winging it. Like I just re- research stuff. The thing that I really want to do is I want to do like on location, um, like interviews and stuff. I'm loving you. Like I, 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 I'd love to go to like Wall for a weekend. Yeah. Because like like I, or not even like with drivers, but just like with fans. You know what I mean? Right. Like like because like we encounter some darfs. In yes. Because like we have the darf comment of the week. So. I would want to kind of play into it and play into them and to get them to say the, the dumb stuff that they think. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue with them. That's dangerous. But I would just like to, you know, just get dark comments right from the horse's mouth. You know what I mean? They're gonna see this and be like, oh, I'm not saying. What I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you revealed yourself here, but hey, they can't stream racist, so I doubt they're listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah. Any more racing, or is that it? Uh, that's pretty much it for racing. I mean, I covered a lot of uh, a lot of it in. Um, yeah. Well, we got armchair racers coming. Yeah, but race. I do want to say we're at Kansas this week, and also known as SP, because Kansas Speedway. 
And if you look at a snapshot, I could send Jack the image so he could put it up right here. But like sometimes when they take pictures of the cars, the wall would just say SP. Because <laughs> it's the AS for Kansas, the SPEE from Speedway. So I just SP. Because, yeah. Like right now, like text. Right. <laughs> well, it's, it's in the uh, uh, the funds. NASCAR uh, chat? Yeah, oh, it's in there. Yeah. I'm going to have to go, go scroll, scrolling back, I guess. But anyway, I guess now I should talk about hockey. We're in the, the first round, just concluded the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Stars beat the Wilds. You know, the Stars held on after they lost Joe Pavelski to a toe-of-the-line hit from Matt Dumba. Joe Pavelski came back last night, scored four goals, and his team still lost in overtime. They ended up losing to the Seattle Kraken, who beat the defending champion Colorado Avalanche. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, save that right now. <laughs> but yeah, they defeat the defending champion Colorado Avalanche in the first round. And they are the first team in NHL history to win their first franchise playoff round against the defending cup champions. Oliver Bjorkstrand went ham in game seven. And it was Yanni Gord, if I'm not mistaken, who scored the overtime winner last night. But yeah, poor Joe Pavelski, he ended up missing the rest of the first round and that scores four goals and his team still loses. The Oilers beat the Kings, really not surprised there. McDavid and Dreisaitl are still two of the best players in the world. That team is still top heavy though. The Kings, they're a young team. Like this okay. is this is like the Kings window is like kind of opening. Like this is the end. How that how that series end? What, what, uh, it was six games. Six. Shit, man. We'll get to what my thoughts are on the hockey. I have thoughts on hockey. Wow, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, the hurt. This this next series made me happy. The Hurricanes beat the Islanders, and despite the Hurricanes being really injured right now. Two of their star players, Timo Teravainen and Andrei Sveshnikov, are out long-term. Basically out for the remainder of the playoffs. And I'm kind of upset about that. You're going to hear why in a little bit. And I've talked about the... Oh, this is going back to the Kraken series against the Colorado Avalanche. I'm all about the Kraken. Yeah, great name. Good for them for I'm all about the Kraken. second and beating, year doing well. And beating, and beating the defending, defending champions. champions. And they're the first, what is like the first, this is their first playoff uh, series win. Yes. Uh, in franchise history, and it, they're the also the champions. first ones, and and they're also apparently the first ones to do that against the defending champions. I, they did. That's amazing. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Well, yeah, but there's something I gotta say about that. Something that happened in that series. Jordan Everly is public enemy number one to Colorado Avalanche fans right now for a a dirty hit on Andrew Cogliano. Zach, you might know what this is. Tom, do you know what a boarding is? It's when he hits somebody against the boards, right? Well, that could. That sounds like a hitch up, but here's the thing. Boarding is illegal. Basically, it's like you're, let's say this counter where where the can, where all our laptops are on right now is the boards. Like I could be bent over towards the boards. Like let's say Zach is behind me. Like he's basically staring at my numbers. I'm basically defenseless right now. So the NHL has a rule: do not freaking hit some of the boards. Like because he hits me, I'm going face first in the boards. Now they do allow some leeway. Like if you turn your back last second. A good ref will not call that a penalty. It's because it's like, dude, you turned at the last second. What do you want him to do? This isn't the case for Jordan Everly uh, for this hit on Andrew Cogliano. He is staring at his back. He's staring at his back. He's just going right at him. And Cogliano goes down. He gets back up, and he's able to come back into the game. But it was revealed he had a broken collarbone. Now, they 
The NHL called, no, the NHL or I don't know who they were that game, they called that a penalty. The NHL disciplinary system, player safety department did nothing. Not even a hearing. George Peros is a, a, he's been terrible ever since he took over. And the thing is, earlier in the series, Kel McCarr, who's a star for the Colorado Avalanche, by the way, he got suspended for, it was a questionable hit. He got suspended for one game. It's like, wait, you suspended that, but not this blatant boarding hit? It does, I don't care that Cogliano came back to the game. He, that's, he still could have really freaking hurt someone there. Right. The rest called that penalty, too. It's like, what do you... Keandre Miller got suspended three games for spitting, which which is fine. You can't do that, but that like that that could that's a potential career ender. Yeah, yeah, bad. Yeah. Next series, we're getting into the two biggest storylines of the playoffs, and I'm glad these are the two biggest storylines. You'll find out in a little bit why. The Leafs, they did. They finally got past the first round. <laughs> Their first playoff series win since 2004. And here, here's the thing. The Leafs are kind of like the Dallas Cowboys in the sense of like, it's cool to hate them, but like, I don't know animosity towards the Maple Leafs. They didn't do anything wrong. But yeah, it's first playoff series win since 2004. John Tavares scored the game-winning goal in overtime, game six, against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Well, for the first time in four years, someone other than the Lightning is going to be representing the East in the Stanley Cup Finals. Wow. Good. So yeah, I think... Thank God. So yeah, I think they'll be back. I just think all that hockey they played the past three years eventually did catch up to them. But I think this coming year is going to be like the last Every, year for this. No one's perfect. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Even, Even though they, they seem it. it. But yeah, John Tavares scored the game-winning goal in game six. And this is one of those coming full circle kind of things. And I'm looking at the TV right now. Is that Harrison Bader is leaving the game? Another injury to the Yankees? Just what I want to see right track. now. Stay on track, Jack. Stay on track. Stay on track. You're doing great. But yeah, back at 13 there. But anyway... John Tavares scored the series-winning goal for the Lightning, ending their series-winning play, series-winning drought. He started his career with the New York Islanders, and if you're a hockey fan, you know he left for the Tampa, for Tampa He left for the Toronto Maple Leafs. That was his childhood team growing up, and obviously Islander fans never forgave him for that. And the Islanders had their own little playoff drought when he played there, and they scored. And it ended with a game six overtime winning goal. Guess who scored it? Who? John Tavares. Yeah. <laughs> no, John Tavares. I didn't, didn't expect, expect that. No. John, Complete. Complete. <laughs> John Tavares, the playoff drought and playoff drought. Playoff series when drought ender. That, that was, was too, too much, much to say. say. Yeah, it is too much to say. <laughs> okay, now to the first biggest story. You think a team with 65 that set a record for 65 wins in the regular season is unbeatable. Tom already knows where this is going. <laughs> the Boston Bruins, I thought they were unbeatable. 65 wins, NHL record. They lost in seven games to the Florida Panthers. Not just not only did they lose they in seven games, they had a 3-1 series lead. They lost game five in overtime after the goalie, Linus, Ol- Linus Olmark, had a terrible turnover and Matthew Kachuk put it away. Game six was an absolute barn burner. High scoring. And Bruins took, Bruins took the lead in the third at one point just to give it up shortly after. And then the Panthers w- would score again. And then game seven in Boston, the Panthers went up 2-0. The Bruins stormed back to go up 3-2. 
But then, with 59 seconds le left in the game, in regulation, the Panthers scored again to, to force overtime. And in overtime, Carter Verhage scored to basically shatter everyone's bracket. Anyone who filled out an NHL bracket. And... I gotta say, the Tampa Bay Lightning were the last team to like set a record as far as like points in a season goes, mm -hmm. like in 62 wins. They didn't win a single game in those playoffs. They got swept in the first round. <laughs> as embarrassing as this was, as big as a choke this was, I think this is worse. Simply for the fact that the Bruins had two, three chances to put them away. Well, I was actually going to say, um, ju I just, it rung a bell when you said like the regular season win record for the NHL. I went back to 2016, the Warriors in the NBA. And they won seventy. No, I know. I was, I was going to get to that. Is that they won seventy three and nine, set the record. They went to the finals. They had a three to one lead. I don't. I mean, that's probably more soul crushing. This is just straight up embarrassing. So we're talking about like upsets and playoffs. Yeah. Kevin. Uh, 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 I I got. I just want to say some things in the Bruins first, though. And believe me, I'm going to get to that. Is it an upset if the team is higher seeded? Not real. No. Thank you. But yeah, okay, because the thing, something I forgot to mention. Weenus Holmark, their goalie, was having a Vesna season. Tom, Vesna basically is goalie MVP. Okay. Got it. And they sat him for game seven for Jeremy Swayman. <laughs> for Jeremy Swayman. That's, That's really stupid. And to be fair, Jeremy Swayman did okay. I think the first goal, he definitely should have stopped. But we come to find out later, like, he's been, since, like, game four or five, he's been injured. It's like, okay, why did you put in Swayman sooner? Right. And this is likely this team's, not to see, like I said, the Lightning probably have one more year in them. I think this Bruins score is done. done. Patrice Bergeron, I think, is retiring. Like, they were all hugging him after mm -hmm. the game. Like, he gave a standing ovation. Brad Marshall and Dave Krejci are old. Hall is up there in age. And they might have to retool around their young guys, David Pasternak and Charlie McAvoy, who they do have locked up long term. But yeah, Jim Montgomery, you know, I think he completely flubs this. And their old coach, Dave, Dave Bruce Cassidy, is coaching the Golden Knights right now in the second round. But yeah, the Bruins are done. Done. The Presidents Trophy curse strikes again. Tom, the Presidents Trophy. Goes to every year the league with the best regular team with the best regular season record. Okay. No team has won the Stanley Cup and the Presidents Trophy since two thousand th the two thousand thirteen Blackhawks. Okay. Okay. And thank God for the Bruins. Thank God for the Maple Leafs. Cause if not for them, my favorite team, the New York Rangers, would be the top story right now in the NHL for all the wrong reasons. Did they win? No. <laughs> they lost in seven games to the New Jersey Devils. This is the second year in a row they went up 2-0 in a series and then just choked. The difference between this time, which while last year the Rangers lost in game six, this time they were able to force a game seven. Because they looked completely lethargic in game four, games four, five, and seven. Game three was a bit of a toss-up. They lost in overtime. They... They make, it's an old Rangers trope that they make an inexperienced goalie look like Dominic Hasek or Patrick Waugh. This kid, Akira Schmidt, and I will give him credit, he did what he, did what he had to do, but yeah, he, 
He got two shutouts against the Rangers for nothing. And he did do well, but again, the Rangers had so much trouble entering the zone and creating high danger chances that like there wasn't much he had to do. The Devils seemed to create a double-digit high danger scoring chance like almost every game it seemed like. Igor Shosturkin was the only player, one of the few players who were made great. You're raising your hand? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to enter the, the chat. chat. So, because I actually watched the Devils and Rangers a little bit closely because there was a lot of people in the state that we live in who are invested in it. It's split pretty much 50-50. Mm-hmm. From everywhere that I went, uh, from everywhere that I went, it seemed like I went to Buffalo Wild Wings when a game was going on. It was just constant screaming. Just constant. Both ways. Like, whoever uh-huh. had the puck closer to the goal was going nuts. Yeah. It was awesome. And I think one time I saw the Devils score, it went crazy. The Rangers score, it went crazy. It was just awesome. So I was like, you know, that was game, I think, one. That was game one. Uh, who, who won game one? The Rangers. Yeah, the Rangers, yes, Rangers yes, won the first two games. Yeah. Right, they yeah, were up 2-0. Two, two, yeah. Right, yeah, sorry, sorry. Rangers won games 1-2 decidedly. And, and, then, and then the Devils won games, I think, 4-5 and five decidedly. Yes, yes. And, 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 yeah. and game 7. Yes. Played a complete freaking end so, game 7. And the Rangers' slogan is no quit in New York. There's quit in New York so, after that. So, so yeah, no, I, was, I actually got invested in after the game, after game one when I saw how people were reacting at Buffalo Wild Wings and I tried to catch the games as much as possible. And all I got to say is, in those games that the Rangers lost, Igor Shisterk, is that my saying right? Yeah, Igor Shisterk. That dude was getting drilled those games. I... I was actually, like, shocked that they, they could have been losing my way more. One of the Spanish Chicklets guys, it was Grinelli. He's, he was acting forwards like, if it wasn't for Shisterkin, this game right now would be... I, sw- I swear, one, one of the periods, it just felt like the devil was taking shots. Yeah. The it, entire time. I'm going to read you the stat from Money Puck. Igor allowed 14 goals versus a 22 points, <laughs> 22 and three-quarter expected goals against. That's 8.8 goals saved above the expected. Damn, Damn analytics and hockey. Wow. Yeah. And wow. It's weird to yeah. get analytics in NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, hadn't lost, he hadn't lost four out of five games all season up until that point. But, but yeah, goalies, that's why I think a goalie's record can be misleading because the team was playing absolutely terrible in front of them. This is Henrik Lundqvist all over again. The difference being, Henrik Lundqvist is not one to like set the puck Flying up the ice. Igor Shosturkin, I think, will have a goal in his career. That's how good he is at playing <laughs> the puck. But yeah, Artemi Panarin and Mika Zibanejad disappeared. Zibanejad has shown he can, previous instances, he can perform in the playoffs. But our Panarin, in 30 playoff games with the Rangers, he only has 20 points, which is eh. You're playing, he's getting paid $11 million, which is a lot in NHL money. Because their, their salary cap is low. You have become a point of being kind of player. I'm not saying chuck him out the window. Because he's probably my favorite player. But at some point, you got to say, dude, you got to put, you, you put it together. After, after, if he doesn't perform after next season, you might have to seriously consider telling him to move his, remove his own tra- trade clause. I'm not even going to talk about what's on the TV right now. Because I know <laughs> you guys are looking at it. <laughs> yeah. The best... Yeah, yeah. I'll put an analogy here. He could be like Clayton Kershaw, amazing regular season, mediocre in the postseason. Because Artemi Panarin is phenomenal in the regular season. Let me put it this way: he's he averaged well above a point a game, and I thought he was mediocre this season. Because like <laughs> there was times like he should, there were so many times he should have shot it and he passed it. Mm-hmm. 
And I appreciate him being unselfish, but anyway. The only forward I can really praise is Chris Kreider. Nine points, six goals, and three assists. And, like, today was a breakup day. And, like, he took a lot of... He shouldered a lot of responsibility. Like, that's why he has an A on his chest. And it's... This, this year, he set a right... He tied... He's now tied the first in all-time in goals in elimination games. Number one, Mark Messier. He's tied with him, and that's great company to be, yeah, absolutely. To be alongside of. Capo Capo, he was okay, but we'll get to him later. You know, the, and again, I have, to have to give, I have to give the Devils credit. Jack Hughes was great. He's showing he's a superstar. He, he's a phenomenal skater. They are young, they're talented and fast. But the Rangers just completely ignored the playoff winning formula that got them far last year. They were trying to be way too cute with the plot. They were playing Instagram hot. They just wanted to look good. I mean, do for the gram. Yeah, basically. They were able to keep Neither did I. They, they, yes, for Brock and Timo Meyer, the Rangers were able to keep them off the board. But like the Devils adjusted after game two, the Rangers did it. They tipped their foot off the gas. And when they realized it was too late, instead of trying to get the gritty goals, this team just try, keep trying over and over again for the perfect pass. That doesn't work in the postseason. <laughs> Which I'm now going to go into my fixes. And I'm not going to go into too much detail because I'm probably going to make a cutting edge. I, I, I got to say, man, this is... This yeah. is quite the episode here. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I, I didn't realize how many notes, notes you took. <laughs> I would have done. I would have done more if I knew the challenge was to. Damn. <laughs> but here's my first. Here's my first thing. The Rangers need to fire head coach Sherrod Gallant. He's been terrible. I saw, I saw that tweet you sent me. What, what the hell? What, yeah. What was that about? Was that all about like the, there was there was fighting between yes. management and coaches. Yes. There was fighting between management. But the guy, but the guy in the tweets also said that. Not that it's, it's not all on the coach, which is true. You're true. true. You're about to, yeah, which I'm gonna get into in a little bit. But thanks for reminding me. I think I, I don't know. I Wait, you, for, you forgot to add something? No, I don't, <laughs> no, I, no, I definitely added it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Tom, have you seen Semi Pro? Yes. yes, years ago. Okay, you'll definitely know this yeah, analogy. Jorkalot is Jackie Moon when you need Ed Monix. Mm-hmm. You need an X's and O's guy. Gerard Lott is hands-off approach. Let the players do their thing. Well, listen, the players like can't always like drop good plays. You need someone who's going to be a coach. It's like, you know, you got to be a parent, not their friend. You got to be your kid's parent, not their friend, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you got out-coached by Lindy Ruff, that's bad. Lindy Co- Ruff never won a game seven in his coaching career. So, yeah. Why the hell do you take Mika Sabanjad off the power play? Like, because that's where, like, he's at his best on the power play. And they put him back there for game four. It didn't work right away because, like, he got a couple shots off. They were blocked. And they were like, oh, no, 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 I didn't back off. No, keep him there. But anyway, again, I want to go more into this in the cutting edge. But anyway, who do I think should should replace him? I got some guys in mind. Peter Laviolette. You know, he was recently. Him and the, recently, him and the Washington Capitals mutually agreed to part ways. And I don't think it's, that I don't think it's his fault there. They... The Capitals are old and they had a lot of injuries and they're about to enter a rebuild, so they're going like, yeah, we're both going to just agree to move on. He's won the Stanley Cup in 2006. He got the National Predators and the Philadelphia Flyers to the Stanley Cup. And I'm like, he's a known tactical guy. 
And I think someone like a Cabo Caco could benefit from him. And another guy who comes to mind for me that's less likely is Mike Sullivan, because he's he's with the Pittsburgh Penguins right now. He won back to back championships with it with them. He's been an assistant coach with the Rangers, so he knows what it's like there. But you know, you gotta think of the Crosby factor, the fact that he's still employed with the Penguins, and the fact that, you know, once they get a new GM, that, you know, we'll see if he wants to keep him. And another guy who got fired recently is Daryl Sutter. He won, he won two cups with the Kings, but is he a dinosaur? I think they missed out on Barry Trotz. Now he's with the... He's with the... Yeah, now he's in the front office with the National Predators. Well, well, you're smiling. What's going on? Oh. Anyway, I'm here. It is getting late. There's something on my face? Or, but, okay. No. But yeah, that's my fault. Yeah, your face. Yeah. Your beautiful face. But yeah, so. Take it easy. Time to go to the roster. Yeah, because I criticize the coaches. Time for me to criticize the roster. And this is going to sound crazy to some Ranger fans. You know, it's going to sound very hard. What the Rangers need to do with their roster is keep everything mostly the same. What? Let me explain. I feel, I feel like, like this should be explained, explained in the cutting end. Yes. Okay, well, because I, I have, have to, to drive, drive home. Okay. <laughs> well, to put it briefly, the window is still open for them. They're not in a situation with the Bruin, like the Bruins and Lightning where their window's shut. They're still very young. They traded for Patrick Kane and thought your Tarasenko. Kane performed great in games one and two. He was kind of dormant after. Even he was kind of up there in points. Vladimir Tarasenko was great in games one, two, and six. That's it. I'm fine with just letting them walk. You have these two kids, Alexi Lafreniere and Capo Caco, who haven't shown their full potential yet because there was a lot of competition on the Rangers' wings. Jack Hughes was forced to grow up real quickly. Whereas, like, Capo, because the Rangers were so deep, you know, whenever Capo or Lafreniere would make a mistake, they would just be kept on the third line. They need top six minutes. Well, all, 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 I, all I know is they, they, they did, did lose to a higher-seeded team. The Devils look really yes, the Devils good this year. So, so I, I mean, I don't think that they're far off still. Like, you know, like, like you said, said, yeah, maybe, maybe just keep the roster. Let King and Tarasenko walk. Move up Capo and Lafreniere to the top six. Either be both on the same line, on the second line, or one should be on the first, one should be on the second. And there's two prospects I'm very excited about. One is Brendan Offman, who I told you about before. He, he plays the type of style the Rangers are lacking. The other being Will Cooley. To make like a little bit of a basketball analogy, I don't... Tom... I, I, don't, know, I, I know basketball. basketball. Okay, no, Zach, you might know who these guys are. Tom, you all... Julius Caesar. Brendan Offman, Will Cooley, you become the Rangers... And be what John Sally and Dennis Rodman were to the okay. Bad Boy Pistons. Right. Okay. Guys who were like, not that many people know about, but once they arrived, you felt they were the right person. Right, 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 right. The Rangers are lacking physicality and hard for checking, and that's what those guys do. The East, and what, and to go back into what I said about the Hurricanes with the injuries, with the Bruins out, the Lightning out, I mean, you said not the least, but the East is wide open right now. There's no doubt in my mind that the Rangers won. They would beat the Hurricanes. I don't care that the Hurricanes are have the better coach team because Rod Brindamore, I think, is top three best coach in the league. I think the Devils will wipe the fourth. And what's the score in that game right now? Oh my God! The Hurricanes won five one. Wow. Huh. Damn. Should have won on that. 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's God, God, I'm so, so sick. sick. <laughs> I, knew, I knew going into this series that, but it's only game one. I knew going into this series that whoever won this series is going to Eastern Conference Final. And the East is wide open. The Rangers blew an opportunity. And you think, Devils, they're here. This is year one for them. They are not going away. The Capitals are old. The, the Flyers are in a rebuild. The Penguins are entering a rebuild. The Hurricanes are still good. Like, no matter what happens. Clearly. Yeah, their Hurricanes are still good. <laughs> Devils are here. You will see them in the playoffs again. And you better beat the crap out of them. Yeah, because this year, they better be there next year. Yes. Even if you can't match their speed, which, again, I think often they help in that category as well, they need to bring the strength that will, can slow them down. I guarantee it. The Rangers will see them again. Because I'm going to... This is a quote I heard read from a fan on Twitter. At Blake Nasty. The, at the trade deadline, the Rangers acquired talent. The Devils built a team. I don't know if this is an actual Mark Brooks quote or that just something they use in the movie Miracle. All-star teams fail because they rely solely on the individual's talent. That's what the Rangers did this season. They can't have an all hands-off coach anymore. They need a tactician. Because I gotta tell you, I see what hell is, boys. Hell is fans of your rival team who hate your team more than they like their own mock singing your goal song. Hell is when your friend from college who likes said team takes a photo from you from your crying on your first look from your wedding <laughs> and puts it on a Rangers player Crying Jordan style. <laughs> I like mine better, but <laughs> yeah, it's on screen right now. It's yeah, on screen yeah, right yeah. now. That, that one is, is way, way better. better. And, and, and professionally <laughs> done. Thank you. Good job, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing. Oh, and I gotta get to this because I alluded to this to you, this, this to you guys. In our conversation before. Yes. This is what I've been waiting for. Yes. I was. I, I, I thought we were going to get to it. <laughs> Alright. You're, You're not, not going to do a cutting edge, man. You just did 40 minutes. minutes. Well, here's the thing. This is probably what I'm going to go with the most detail about. More detail? <laughs> but anyway. Oh <my> <laughs> I heard today from Darren Drager. This could be a legit possibility for the Rangers. Joel Quenville. Three Stanley Cups with the Blackhawks. Okay. Over 1,700 games coached in the NHL. Okay. 969 wins. Okay. You know, Patrick Payne, Patrick, Patrick Payne, Patrick Payne played with him? I don't care. Let Patrick Payne walk still. Okay. <sighs> why, do, why don't I want to coach of that pedigree? I think I, think I, I know why. why. Zach, imagine if Joe Paterno was still alive and Notre Dame offered him like a, a cup. Him the chance to coach there. Mm-hmm. That's basically what this is. Mm-hmm. It, it makes, makes sense, sense because, because you know. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's something you know. Pat, you know, this was a controversial topic when they got Patrick Kane because Kane was on that 2010 team. I think, I think I've, I've heard, heard this controversy. controversy that there was. Yes. Some, is okay. this a similar controversy to Paterno or? Yes. So yeah. where's his stats? <laughs> Shut up. No, this, isn't, this isn't a serious conversation right now. Okay. Here's the thing. There's something, as far as like the players on the 2010 team, with their like video coach and like the player, player he he essayed. I don't. I don't. I know we're not making money off this, but I don't want to get demonetized on YouTube. But 
you know, there was some, there's some ambiguity to whether or not Patrick Kane like knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. After a report, there's no ambiguity. There's there's really Joe Flamengo knew what was happening. There's, there's, a, lot of, there's, there's a lot of inappropriate, inappropriate boinking. Oh, I remember this now. I remember this I now. Okay, okay, this okay. Too. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Do the, the coach, I'm not going to say his name, the disgusting human being. You know how they put the name, your name, if you want to say it up, your name is on forever? Yeah, they took it off, right? They, they, they X'd his out. Wow. I remember this, yes. Not only the Blackhawks cover it up, they went as far to like write a letter of recommendation for him to coach in high school where his abuse continued. That is disgusting. Damn it. I didn't know that last part. No. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I recall this controversy. Yes. Joel was part of the... So you don't you don't want to be at all associated with that. Not really. No, no, I, I don't blame yeah, you. This is a tweet from J- Darren Drager. Joel Quinville hasn't officially been cleared by the league. He hasn't been officially cleared by the NHL. A formal formal interview request will likely encourage the commissioner's report. So it's very possible he get a, could get a crew soon. But listen, without that baggage, I'd probably be like, you know, let's give him a shot. But you know what? I don't want this. I don't want this. Because, like, Blackhawks fans, you know, like, they're historians. They try to stay away from talking about that 2010 team now. That was a team that ended a 49-year cup drought. Hmm. Damn. No, 42-year no, cup drought. It's kind of, yeah. It's kind, kind of, of the opposite of the Houston Astros who cheated, and they're like, Yeah, we did! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did! We won, baby! Let's go! Yeah, I... I mean, Kane was one thing, but he he might have known, he might not know. Part of me, part of me thinks he did know, but like there was no definitive proof. Like the victim, Kyle Beach says yeah. he knew, but like in the report, it was conclusive. Quindle was involved in at least one meeting. <laughs> that's that's, in, I don't that's, that's, that's wild. Wow. <laughs> yes, but anyway, yeah. You sure you're gonna, gonna, gonna do a cutting edge now? Yeah, well, I got that out of the way. I don't want to go into too much detail about that on the cutting edge. Because in the cutting edge, I want to talk about, like, the roster moves that need to be made and the All right. stuff. But anyway, we talked a lot to, we talked a lot tonight. This you, 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 you certainly, certainly got, got the, the second, second half with the, the hockey, man. Yeah. yeah. I, did I did not, not realize you did five pages of notes. <laughs> but hey, this man is dedicated to his craft. Right. Dedicated. Yeah, yeah, man. You're good on the technicals. Next, we gotta do Days of Thunder. We gotta do that. We gotta exactly, exactly. We gotta do. We gotta do Days of Thunder. And I tell you what, I'll come over to your place and help review Young Blood with you. Yeah, I mean, would you want? Sure, sure. I hope I have my own place very soon. All right, but anyway. Oh. Oh, Yankees just did something. Oh, they got a wall. They fucking won. Oh wow. Okay. Woo. But anyway, I think that's a good note to end it on. But yeah. Be on the lookout for armchair racers. I'm sure you're going to be releasing that later. Yeah, probably. Uh, see, today's Wednesday. Hopefully, tomorrow night I have it out. And the new cutting edge, I'm going to release it probably like in the next couple weeks. So, anyway, if you made this far, thank you very much for listening. Please, if you like this podcast, please like and share it with all your friends. If you didn't like this podcast, well, thank you very much for making it this far. Please sure, be sure to follow us at Bunks Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and at Fat Unlike Nerds on Facebook. Talking sports on Facebook. <laughs> this is Jack Knife alongside D Zach Daniels, Tommy Joe. Have a Rock and roll.